0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. (laughs) Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley.
2: Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. You know, folks, um, what gets me over the 26 years I've been doing this is that accomplishing financial freedom is a very simple thing. It's very simple. Uh, the problem is people won't do it, and the many reasons they won't do it is what I've tried to cover on this radio show for as many years as we've done it. You know, you would say, Dell, why don't you just go over real estate and how to buy a house and and so on and so forth? And you know, we do a little bit of that, but that's that's really such a minuscule thing that it's a technical learning. Opportunity that when you come into the two-day, I spend 16 hours with you. By the way, I'm doing a two-day this weekend in Houston. I think there's another one going on in Dallas this weekend. So if you want to get in and learn this stuff, uh, now's the time to sign up and get in because you can go this weekend. And by the end of this weekend, you'll be ready to start making decisions that will make the greatest Christmas of your life next year. (laughs) Next year being the fact that uh, by the time you've spent a year doing this, you will have been a lot better off than you haven't been. But the thing that really gets me is that there are so many reasons why people won't go do this today. I'm going to cover one main one, and that is people's outlook in life about the fact that there's really nothing out there. There really isn't, that it's all really just a giant scam that people that are lucky enough to be at the top will stay at the top and everybody else will be at the bottom. And no matter what you do, society is going to take you out because you're just never going to make it. The other aspect is that most people believe that what they're doing is investing, what they're doing is planning for the future. And I would have debunk that thought process and teach you that what you're really doing is you're just getting up and going to work every day. That's it. Simply, you're getting up and going to work every day. And you're doing the repetitive things that fall into the character of being that person that gets up and goes to work every day. There's no difference. Even when you think you're you're straying out to decide, hey, I'm investing in a 401k, all you're really doing is putting your money where your company wants you to put it. You're not really doing anything different. You're giving them your money, letting them mess with your money so that you can't use your money to go get rich, wealthy, or just financially free for that matter, just be able to have enough income that if you didn't have a job or they wouldn't have the noose around your neck, that you'd be okay. But people aren't doing that. They won't do that. The majority of people won't do that. And today, I've got one of the saddest emails that I've heard in a long time. And I love these. Please send me all your sad emails. Because there's something to be learned through somebody else's pain. Because the pain that they're going through is the psychological insanity of trying to do the same thing over and over again and having it continue to fail. And yet they don't see that they're doing the same thing over and over again. This email represents that to the T. It's the perfect example. I'm not going to use the gentleman's name uh, because it is such a sad tale. And it does implore you to think about the way you see the world because it's really, it's cockeyed right? It really is. So I'm going to read this email. As painful as it is, please hang with me because there's a lot to learn through the end of the email. Is Although there is something to learn through the middle, we'll kind of just take the email apart as we go and then finish with a conclusion of what it really means. It says, hello, Dell. It's been a while since I sent you an email. This email is not to be discouraging, although it is very discouraging, right? But he, he's saying it's not to be discouraging, but just wanted to get your input about something I have been thinking about for a while now. Over 20 years ago when I was 16 years old, which makes me 36 today, and working full-time while in high school, I didn't have a lot of money and back then had a car without a stereo. Around the time, most cars didn't have a stereo. Or if they did, it was really bad-sounding one. So before the Internet was around, I went to the library and checked out a few books and read them, uh, all to learn how to install my own stereo since I couldn't afford to pay someone else to do it. All right, so here's the first paragraph, first story. He's proud, and and, by the way, I'm not putting the guy down, but he's proud of himself because he was smart enough to go to the library and figure out how to put a stereo in. He saved himself the money of putting the stereo in, right? And so that was a windfall to him, that he could save a few bucks to put the stereo in himself. And he put all of his time, his effort, and his energy into learning how to do a job, how to do labor. Without the labor all of that reading did what for him? Did absolutely nothing. It didn't increase his life, quality, lifestyle, standard, lifestyle, anything. Nothing. Unless he did work. All he did was become a more educated laborer in life. Next paragraph. Once I figured out, I showed my friends what I had done, and they were impressed and asked if I could install new stereos and amplifiers, CD changers, and in their car as well. Before I knew it, I had a business licensed, and ordered car stereo equipment at very low prices compared to high retail costs that stores like Circuit City and Best Buy were selling them for. Due to my good work and great prices, I had a ton of cars lined up in my driveway waiting to be worked on. I made good money until a year later, factories began including nice stereo units in cars. Car electronics became so complex that you had to unplug a computer and remove nearly the whole dashboard to upgrade the stereo. So I saw the beginning of the problem early on and got out of the business. So let's talk about what this guy is saying. In no time at all, I had a business. My friends, I want to define business for you in a manner that you've never really thought it through. If you have a job, do you own a business? Think about this. If you have a job, do you own a business? And the answer is no, you own a job. There is no business. Bob, LLC, Steve, LLC, Jim or Judy, LLC is not a business. It is a job. The only difference is you own the job. You're not working for someone else, but you still are working for a living. Right? Think about that, because I'm going to come back to that later in the next segment when I show you the proof of all this through American culture. I am working for a living. Nine to five right? Then he goes on and says, all right. So they beat me out. They started putting good stereos in and this business went away and I could see the light. So I got out of that business. Well, he wasn't in that business. He was in that job. He goes on fast forward to age 21. The internet is still new. So I went to the library and got a bunch of books on how to create a website. My site became popular, and a few years later, when the SEO search engine optimization was unheard of, I learned how to make my web pages very friendly to Google. So a lot of my keywords were listed, number one, which brought in tons of traffic and revenue to my websites. I thought I hit the jackpot since I would make thousands of dollars just from Google alone. Now, let's think about this. What is he doing again? He's working. He's producing websites. And he's keeping them search engine optimized. And is he getting rich from that? Is that creating a long-term financial retirement for him? No. What's happening is he's got a job. And he's making thousands of dollars. And in his mind, thousands of dollars is a lot of money. Now, maybe at 21 it is, right? Then he goes on and says, That was until the word caught on and millions of people learned how to make their sites SEO friendly as well. So my keywords that were ranked number one got pushed down to page 10,000 since so many people were educated about this work. I then figured in order to be successful, I have to learn something really complex that is in high demand and maybe then I can have a stable career. There it is. He's got to learn something else to give him a career. Never has he invested in an asset yet. None. And... You gotta ask yourself a secondary question. If he was so good at SEO optimization, why is he went from one to 10,000? I pay a guy right around the corner like a very small amount of money and he SEOs me right up to page one. Now how could this guy consider? Well, because he's going and taking the shortcut way, the cheap way, he's reading some books and instantly thinks he's a hero. That's like guys who read a book on real estate investing think they're a real estate investor. And they think they have a business because they have one rent house but they don't know how to do it, they're not doing it correctly, and eventually they're gonna get wiped out because they don't know what they're doing because all they really wanted was another job, right? So now he says he wants a career that's in high demand. It took many years but I learned how to program in multiple languages and set up servers and pretty much do anything that might might work on a website. So there it is, he got himself another career, he's got more jobs. My friends, when we come back, I'm gonna explain to you how this guy really failed, and how most of you fail in life because you misinterpret the difference between a job and a business and a career. We'll take a short break. Our number here is 877-711-5211. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
3: you should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970, or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970, or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Talk
1: 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Dell Wamsley.
2: Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're trying to cover the sad, sad story of why the common person out there uh, can't get ahead in life and what weird perceptions they have about the world and weaknesses they have as a human being that keep them from becoming successful. We're doing a case study on an email the gentleman sent me about how from his early youth in life he's changed his his, his skill set over and over and over again to try to stay ahead of uh, of society's uh, hmm, I, what's the word for, technological advancements. And he has not been able to keep up. Now, I'm going to pick it back up where he says he just became a programmer. And he says, since there was a lot of demand for programmers back then, I was making a lot of money and figured I finally found a career I could rely on. Now, let's stop right there for a second. I was making a lot of money. Where's all that money? Why doesn't he own 5, 10, 15 houses? Why doesn't he own an apartment complex? Where's all the money? See, this is the thing. No matter what you do, you think you're going to get ahead because you have a good job, a better job, or the best job, or an incredible job. It's still a job and you earn and you spend and you earn and you spend, you earn and you spend and you're not building any wealth. You're not getting anywhere in society. And yet you think the world is wrong because they chew you up and spit you out. That's because technology will always change. If you were a guy that made saddles 200 years ago, you probably had a pretty good business or really a pretty good job. Now you're broke, right? If you shoot horses back then, you had a great job. Or business now you're broke see everything changes constantly you either have to change with it or you have to get out of line of change I'm going to advocate to you through this show today that you can do one or the other you can either change with it or you can step out advocate away from it by just becoming financially free and not have to worry about where society goes both of those items work So it goes on and says, that was until social media became popular, and now people can share their ideas online without needing a programmer or hire a cheap one, which I predict would happen someday in the future. So I got out of this business. So he ran again. Again, it wasn't a business. It was a job. I changed jobs again. I'm a something-for-nothing instantaneously, gratificationally diseased guy that likes to Hop from job to job to job or basically a type a personality to not be so brutal Those of you know what a type a personality is it's somebody who will throw mud on the wall and hope something sticks He changes his mind or her mind over and over and over again They start a thousand projects finish none of them, right? These are the typical type a people that uh, They're just always looking for a way to make a fast buck. There's no investment in the future in this type of mentality None. What has he done to invest in his future? And why should he deserve to not have to work hard for the rest of his life? He's done nothing to change that outlook. It goes on and says, I figure I need to have a skill where I do not have to compete with the whole world. That is high demand. So think about that statement. I now figure I need a skill that I don't have to compete. Wow. Is that not complete and total? giving up. I mean, that's just, I give up. I need a skill that's so low that no human being would want it. There's no competition for this job, right? And so because there's no competition for the job, the job is so terrible that I'll be safe in it. right? So what did he do? He says, I then became a truck driver, which I'm currently doing and love it. Except now I hear about how they are making driverless cars and semis, which I'm sure will replace our job one day. Yeah, one day they will. And when they do, you'll still be broke. You'll still be looking for another job. And you know, until they make guys that clean toilets, there's going to be a lot of janitorial jobs around. Maybe they'll make a robot that cleans toilets someday. Then you'll lose that job too. But what have you done to invest in the future? And by the way, why does he like driving a truck? I've driven trucks before. Massive solitude. No competition. No argumentation. Nobody to deal with. You just sit there by yourself in total solitude. Don't have to interact with the world. Boy, nice job. Great job. Do you make any money? No. Will you have a future? No. What happens when you can't drive anymore? Yes, you'll be out of work and broke. He goes on and says, here's the reason for this email. I hear you on the radio recently stating that you are expanding nationwide and opening up new offices in other states. That's a good thing for your business since you're already successful and say that you have more money than you will ever need. I just wonder if you grow so large and add thousands of new preferred members that your second deal, that the second a deal comes available, it will be gone within two seconds due to so many people doing, going after it. Well, My friend, that's already true. Good deals don't last. When there's an opportunity to make 100% return, it doesn't matter if we had 10 people or 10,000 people, the deals are going to be sucked up, right? But the reality is that what you're talking about is you're talking about the abundance mentality or lack thereof. You believe in the zero-sum-gain reality of the world. You believe for me to have a dollar, I have to take it from you. For you to have a dollar, you have to take it from somebody else. And that there's not enough dollars to go around. This simply isn't true. And I'm going to cover it after I finish your paragraph here. It says, or worse, a multi-billion dollar company will see what you are doing and duplicate your business model and spend millions in advertising worldwide to, point, to the point where no houses or apartments will be available as investments since they will be bought before you can even see it. Uh, let me tell you a little secret. No one's going to duplicate this business because Lifestyles does something that no corporate America company could ever duplicate. It gives back. It has the abundance mentality and believes it doesn't have to have all of the business. It believes it can give it away to its customers and let its customers become rich instead of it becoming rich. In other words, I could have been a Donald Trump. I could have said, I want to own all this real estate. I could talk to people into investing in me. I could own billions and billions of dollars of apartment complexes with all the members I have. But I was not interested in me being a billionaire. I was interested in my members becoming millionaires. And so instead of me taking all the millions and adding up to billions, we taught people to go out and earn the millions, and we helped them do that. No corporation in America could be founded on that kind of generosity. It's impossible. No company could ever survive that business model except mine. Why? Because I've already rich before I started, and secondly, I'm not greedy. And you just won't find that many people that are that way, right? Most people go to work because they want to make money. That's you. You go to work every day because you want to make money. I go to work every day because I want to help people. And I don't go to work every day. That's the beauty of it. I own a business that is out there. I go to work on the radio one hour a day. I go to work uh, once a month. I do it two days just so I stay involved with my members and know that the message is still tight. That's it. So... You think another corporation's gonna allow somebody to do that? I don't think so. And so your premise is wrong from there, but it's even more wrong in another way, which I'm going to cover when we come back from this next break, because that lack mentality, lack mentality that you're carrying is so absolutely wrong and opposite of the abundance mentality that you should have to be successful. I'm gonna make a statement, and that is this. If you do not have the abundance mentality, You will never have abundance. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
3: Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly build wealth and passive income. So you never worry about working until you drop losing your job or retiring in poverty. Over 25 years ago, Dell Walmsley founded Lifestyles Unlimited. Dell has taught over hundred thousand people just like me and you, the principles of financial freedom through his national radio shows and personal one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that has changed so many lives. This workshop takes you inside what we do and what we believe. We'll share with you the, five ways we make money in real estate, and much more. Just like your personal trainer, the Lifestyles Unlimited team will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to register for the workshop that will change your life. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com.
2: You have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over, is the good world over, is it going to crash?
0: Miss your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to dellontheradio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag Ask Del.
2: I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another.
0: Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag Tell Del.
1: Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley.
2: So today we've been um, discussing why most people don't become successful, and that is because they really believe in the back of their heart, that, in the back of their mind and their heart, that work is the secret to becoming wealthy that if you have the right job, if you get the right education, you have the right job, you're going to get rich. When none of that is true. And it, some people, it takes them until they're 30 to figure that out and it, to have their midlife crisis. Some it's 40, some it's 50. Some it's one job, two jobs, three jobs before they finally figure it out. But when you tell them there's a way to go out there and make millions, They can't believe that you could actually mean that because, in their mind, they live with a type of mentality that's called a lack mentality. They believe in the zero-sum gain of this world. It's the way the Democrats believe. The Democrats believe that for a sector of our society to have more money, they have to steal it from another sector. Now, think about that. What is taxation? There's nothing fair about taxation. A man or woman goes out and produces and should they lose what they produce? Well, let's take, take a poor guy. Should I come take a poor crop, share, crop uh, sharecropper's farm away from him or take his income away from him? You wouldn't think of taking income away from a poor person. Why would you think of taking income away from a rich person or a middle class person for that matter? What is it in our society that makes 51% of the people out there believe that you have to steal from another man to put money in your pocket? And that whole society politically believes that. That whole society morally believes that, right? And then they wonder why they're broke. Now, the other end of the world, the other opposite end, is the people that have the abundance mentality. And the abundance mentality says, I believe there's enough for all of us, and I'm just going to go ahead and produce a lot. And then the more I produce, the more there is for everybody. Yeah. And even when you tax me, I'm still going to try to produce, even though I don't think it's fair. I still believe in abundance. I believe in production. And that's what's going to happen now that Trump has been elected in. You're going to see it is the world's going to believe in abundance again and the country's going to prosper. Right. And you're going to see middle class and rich people get rich again. And you're going to see the people that have the lack mentality remain poor. And they're never going to be anything but poor because of the way they see the world. How you see the world is the problem, as Einstein said. It's not what is the problem. It's how you see the problem that is the real problem. And if these lack mentality people would ever get out of their lack mentality and get out and get some abundance mentality, they could change their own lives. But they won't. Let me read the rest of the email. It says, I'm sure if you were not teaching real estate and kept this info to your inner circle of friends and family, there would be amazing deals for you just sitting and waiting for you to snatch them up since no one would be aware of what they're passing up. You say that real estate pie is big enough for everyone, but it's not the whole world is confident and educated enough to spot great deals. Now, it's not if everybody can spot the great deals, what he's saying. No, you're absolutely wrong. First of all, The deals that we do at Lifestyles, many of them could not have been done, most of them could not have been done if they weren't done as partnerships. So if it wasn't for a group of people being educated like-mindedly to where they all understand the investment in a business, they're not working in the business. It's not a job. They're investing in a business that is an ongoing concern, that has a product that's pretty hard to outdate itself because think about it for just a second. When are they going to invent a way for us to vaporize ourselves to go to bed at night and sleep. We have to have a place to lay our head down at, at night to eat our dinners, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So until they have vaporization, we have housing. Now, when they have vaporization, guess what? I'm going to invest in vaporization, right? But until then, housing has been around forever and probably will be around for a lot longer, okay? So here it is the guy's saying, Dell, you could steal all the deals. No, I couldn't steal all the deals because if I didn't have a group of like-minded people, we wouldn't have enough money to go out and do all the deals. Now, the next point he's making is once we teach all these people all over the world how to do this, there's not going to be enough deals. No, here's the reality. I've been doing this in Houston, Texas for 30 years, and we're still doing deals at a higher rate than we've ever done them at before. So that part is a lie. We went to Dallas. We've been doing it there for 15 years. Still doing deals at a faster rate than ever before. San Antonio, Austin, the same thing. But now what you have to understand is for 26 years in Houston, I've had lifestyles. We still haven't even touched the market. We haven't put a dent in the market. We haven't scratched the edge of the market. Because there's so many apartment complexes. There's like 3,000 apartment complexes in Houston. 3,000 in Dallas. 3,000 in San Antonio and Austin. And that's only just Texas. That's not counting Midland. It's not counting the nine we own down in Corpus Christi, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So here's the point. When we expand to a new area like Atlanta, where we're going, that whole city has 30 years worth prospective action for us. We haven't even begun. It's just like when they told us when we were in high school. When I was in high school, the stupid idiots told us there was 20 years of oil left. 20 years and that's it, we'd be out of oil. That's the lack mentality. Now, there's a hundred years of oil left in each of about five countries out there. Right? In each of five, in fact, there's probably a hundred years of oil in two or three states in this country, just in one state. And yet, we still believe we have an oil problem. No. We believe that there's so many apartment complexes that if we signed up as many people as we have in Texas... In every other state in the union, there still be enough business for all of them to do that. And that will be 10 lifetimes before that happens. But my point is this. With all of that said, with it being true that this guy has totally missed the mark with his email, my point to you is how sad is it for him? Because here he is now at 36 years of age, and here's what he believes. It seems like the only secure jobs for those... Who are not already rich are the ones that take many years of sacrifice and credentials, such as being a doctor or a lawyer, which is something not everyone is willing to do. Thus, the demand will always be high. There it is. The only thing you can get rich doing is being a doctor or a lawyer, a thing that which most of us are not willing to do. Boy, he just nailed it for himself, didn't he? Hey. I'm unhappy that I'm not rich. I'm unhappy that I haven't been successful my whole life, but I'm not willing to either go do something that would put me in a position that couldn't be copied or, number two, stick with anything and get better at it. Like I should have got better at electronics. I should have got better at programming, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just kept running, and now I'm a truck driver. Wow. He goes on and said, I just wanted to see if you could perhaps weigh my negative way of thinking about this since it's the very since it seems that every money-making opportunity will eventually go away of the buggy whip. Think about it. Every money-making opportunity he has spoke of was about work. It was about labor. It was about doing something that somebody else doesn't want to do. And it's that belief system which is killing him. Think about it if he would've started investing when he was 20 years old in real estate. The houses that I bought 26 years ago are still there. People are still living in them. I don't own them because unlike this guy, I progressed in my knowledge of my business. So I went from houses to duplexes to fourplexes to small apartments to medium-sized apartments to large apartments. I progress my skill set and knowledge base. Right now, I'm trying to do Class A apartments. I'm pushing myself to progress my skill set because I know that the old stuff will eventually be old, too old to use, and the new stuff I'll have to understand. So I have to be on the cutting edge. That's what a Class A is. You've got to be on the cutting edge of the business. But this gentleman doesn't want to be on the cutting edge. He doesn't want to do anything. He wants to go backwards. He wants to trade time for money. Secondly, He has no assets. The businesses we own have assets. As inflation occurs, our assets go up in value. As income goes up, rents go up, the asset value goes up. We keep growing, he keeps having to pay more money. His job, income gets watered down by inflation, our asset values, Get increased by inflation. My friends, this gentleman's life has been lived behind the prism of the negativity of failure. And we don't know if there's any possibility that he can ever be saved. He's asked for help. And I took this email today, live this morning, and I'm giving him to it back live today. I hope he's listening. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
1: To the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Did you know that every dollar you invest
3: in real estate makes you money five ways: cash flow, money in your pocket each month; equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map; appreciation real estate can increase in value over time, equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month, and finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com.
1: Talk thirteen seven the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free. From the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley.
2: Welcome back to the last segment of the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we've been talking about why people fail to become financially free, fail to become financially successful, live lives of quiet desperation, uh, you know, mediocre lives. And one of the reasons, you know, we, we talked about two reasons in the last segment. So one of them was the lack mentality. Uh, the other one was the belief that a job is the only way to earn money. Those are two strong beliefs in our society. Um, but there's one other one. And this is the ability to piddle your life away. Um, I don't have a name for it. I gotta come up with a name for it structurally so that I can use it more more commonly. But it's the ability to get up every day and go do life and end up with nothing, to just piddle life away one beer at a time, sort of as this next article will cover. Um, But it's just like, you know, why is it that you wake up today and you're no better off than you were a year ago? You know, we're coming to the end of the year, 2016. What's different in your life? Well, you've heard people on Tell Dell say, well, I bought six houses this year. Next year, I'm going to buy two apartment complexes. And you see people change their lives radically year after year after year when they're members of lifestyles. But there's something different about what they're doing than everybody else because everybody else is out there working and everybody else is out there believing that they're investing because they believe that savings and saving is investing. But putting money in a 401k or putting money in an IRA or putting it in a savings account is not investing in your future is not building income streams. It is not building businesses. It's not helping society at all. It's not helping you at all, right? And when you get done, it's like shoving your money in your pocket. At the end of the day, the only amount of money you have left in your pocket is what you don't spend. But not spending money doesn't make you more money. You have to invest. So I'm gonna share this rather comical little spiel with you uh, somebody sent to me because I think it actually identifies that situation. This is a conversation between a husband and her wife and her husband and wife. And the wife asks the husband, do you drink beer? And the husband said, yes. Woman says, how many beers a day? Man says, usually about three. Woman says, how much do you pay per beer? Man says, about five bucks, which includes a tip. The woman says, and how long have you been drinking? Man says, about 20 years, I suppose. Woman says, so a beer costs five bucks and you have three a day which puts your spending each month at $450 in one year would be approximately $5,400. Correct. And the the man does some math and says, okay, correct. And the woman says, if a one year you spend $5,400 not accounting for inflation, the past 20 years would put your spending at $108,000. Correct. And man says, after some calculations, correct. The woman says, do you know? That if you didn't drink so much beer, that money could have been put in a stepped-up interest savings account, and after accounting for compound interest for the 20 years, you would have a, a you could have had a new airplane. And the man looks at the woman and says, "Do you drink beer?" And the woman goes, "No." And he looks her in the face and says, "Where's your airplane?" <laughs> You're gonna have to think about that one. That one isn't gonna go in so easy. Because it's not about a husband and wife arguing. It's about the logic that living without actually makes your life better. But it doesn't. And if you really look at it, because you could have an airplane, that's even dumber. Because the airplane would cost you even more money. So the entire conversation which was put together, I believe originally to be considered a husband-wife type joke about how men see money and how women see money. It really defines society. You believe out there in your world that if you save five bucks, if you save a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks a month, it's going to add up to something. And then you're going to be able to buy crap with it. What is crap? Anything in life you don't need. But what you really need is not the ability to buy a piece of crap. All a plane, car, jet ski, boat, you need to have a regular reoccurring stream of income that you can retire on, that you can grow into the future so you can afford to buy as many, as many toys or as much crap, if you use my vernacular, as many toys as you want to buy and still not have to get up and go to work. But nowhere did the lady say if you had all that money, you could take a month off or you might be able to have an investment in an apartment where you could retire for the rest of your life. You see, the jokes can't even get that close to the reality of what it takes to become successful. Here's a wife bitching her husband out about being wasteful and not having financial success because he drinks beer. And the husband nails it. Hey, America, all of you guys out there talking about how great it is to save money in your 401k and your IRA and your savings account and little Billy's college fund all that money out there and all those accounts, is it making you financially free? Is it making you happy? Are you being able to retire? And the answer to all the above questions is no, 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 and no. You, my friends, have nothing, just like the lady who doesn't drink beer. Where's your plane, my friends? Or in other words, where's your investments that will retire you? Where has your wealth gone that you should have had because of all the working and sacrificing you've done in your entire life? My proposition is it was never there in the first place because working for a living is not the secret to becoming financially free. It's not the secret to becoming wealthy and it's not going to be the secret that's going to allow you to retire in any year in the near future. My friends, I beg you, Please change the way you see the world, because as how you see the world is your real problem, as Einstein said. And if you keep doing the same crazy stuff you're doing, you're going to keep getting the same results. And if you think you're not, then you're insane. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.